get out of here. All right, and welcome back to Hanging with Jay. Welcome back, everybody. We're in episode eight. Thanks for coming to hang out. Man, the, so I will tell you guys right now, most of the time I have I have plans for the episode. I have plans for upcoming episodes. This episode, I really wanted to just kind of take it easy. There were some things that have been going on this week that I wanted to talk about that I felt were kind of newsworthy uh, in my life for, for things that have been going on. I'm really excited about them. Uh, some things were just like, meh, but just exciting. So I don't have a big plan. I don't have big plans for this this episode. I This one I want to be lighter, especially because last week's was, it was kind of heavy. It was heavy for me. Uh, for anyone that watched it, it might've been heavy for you. I just wanted to make this one just a fun hangout session. So we're going to just kind of talk about some things that have kind of popped up and, you know, that I think about. Right now, we're going to talk a little bit about sports. Yeah, just a little bit. Jason Kelsey is retiring. What? First off, it was crazy to me when I saw, like, when I read that he was retiring, and I was like, he is like two years younger than me, and he's retiring. What? <laughs> what is happening? Oh man, I've still got years ahead of me of work. I'm just sitting like that's, and he had a great career. Shout out Jason Kelsey. I've watched you for a long time, man. You are fantastic. You know, great run, Hall of Famer for sure. It's been great to watch you. Like one of the definitely, I agree with so many others in saying one of the greatest centers of all time, for sure. I've always been a lineman fan. I love linemen. I love my big boys. Like, let's go. Uh, I when I played in high, I only played for a couple of years in high school, and it wasn't like I was great. Like, I'm not saying at all. Like, oh, those were the glory days. No, but like you, you went on to do something great. Like, I was, I was nose guard. Uh, so I was defensive lineman. I love, I love my linemen, love them. So watching you and watching you throughout the years has been great. I love all of our centers though. I love all of our, uh, I love all the linemen. I will say I am a Seahawks fan. And that being said, Pete Carroll. Oh, it broke my heart. It broke my heart. Broke me. Just a little bit. Because, you know, I get, you know, shout out to Pete Carroll. Like, you did amazing things with the Seahawks organization. I've been a lifelong Seahawks fan. And when you came in, I was a little bit iffy. A little bit iffy. But you made a believer out of me quick. It was pretty amazing. So, shout out to you. Shout out to everything you did for the organization. Pete. You know, thank you for everything that you did for the Seahawks organization. Thank you for your personality, like watching, watching you on like the reels, everything like that. Uh, it, it was inspiring to me and I wasn't even in the locker room. You're, you're going to be missed for sure. As you know, as our, as the Seahawks head coach, you are going to be missed for sure, man. I'm excited to see what's come next, but Pete. You always be my coach. Like I ever played in the NFL. Oh no, I was not that good. I'm never. I'm not one of those guys. I'm like I'm gonna play in the NFL. This is how I would have done it. Even when I watch football now, I'm I'm not like that guy. I don't have, I don't have that um, that like it factor for being able to play. Like I I'm not competitive enough. I really am not. Like the guys that play in the NFL, 
they they have talent and they have that id factor like they have that drive that competitive drive that i just i don't have it i'll be completely real completely honest with you i don't have it i love playing football and i still love playing football whenever i can but it's it definitely is just i don't have the competitive nature for it at all even when playing online yes you know playing madden online i just don't have that i don't have that drive at all it's not in me i don't know like <laughs> i've met a lot of a lot of people throughout the days that i'm like i could i could see them going on because they were talented and they also had that that competitive drive like they wanted they wanted to win they wanted to get this win and they were pissed if they didn't win and honestly sometimes they were pissed when they did win because you know not everything worked out as they wanted it to but they were still happy with the win but they were still pissed because they were still in their competitive place you know there's definitely other things going on you know we're in the playoffs so that's pretty fantastic we're, we're in playoff time and i love playoff time i love well i love everything about football i'm like i have a football is that's my sport like that's the sport that i love i love watching it i love the technical side of it it is a fun game to play it is a great game to watch i really enjoy it uh so i love the entire season from 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 draft all the way to Super Bowl, like, and everything in between. I love it. I love watching it. I love experiencing it. I love talking about it. That, like, we are in the playoff time, and it's it's always an electric time. Like, it's always so electric to watch and then to see how everything progresses and how, how it ends up. And I have predictions for the Super Bowl, but I am not going to say what they are here. Uh, yes, I am. So my prediction right now is... And I think a lot of people would agree would be 49ers and Ravens. And I'm for it. I am so for that matchup. 100% I'm here for that matchup because the lights ain't going out this time. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, uh, I that's my prediction for this year. And I don't know who would take it. I have I have hopes. I definitely have hopes because I, yes, I, like I said, I'm a Seahawks fan, but I live in 49er country. So right now I'm not, I'm not actually going to say it. Uh, I I'm in, and, and all my loved ones, everybody that I love here, they're 49ers fans. So if, if they do go to the big show, like, you know, who will be rooting for it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because it hurts my soul, but you know who I'll be rooting for. And it's not the Ravens, but I'm going to leave it at that. I am going to leave it at that. Oh man. That's, I feel like that's enough sports talk right now. I love sports. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited uh, for any talks that I might have in the future where I can actually have somebody with me to have a conversation with. Because one thing I definitely realized when watching my past, the past seven episodes, kind of rewatching them as time goes by, I realized that there is, and then watching other uh, podcasts as well, is there is something about having someone that you can bounce ideas off of and you don't just have somebody talking right to you the whole time. That part for me, like I'm not a huge fan of those types of podcasts and that's the type of podcast I'm making. So it's like a little weird. So I definitely want to get to a point that I've guests, co-hosts, whatever it is on the show with me on this podcast. And I'm really excited for it. Uh, it it's so moving forward with that. Like I'm, I'm excited for sure. 
little drink of coffee. Oh, that's, that's some good coffee this morning. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, so in the last episode, I talked about how my youngest daughter was getting surgery. And that so that happened on Friday, the Friday before I am re recording this. Friday morning? Yeah, so that happened on Friday morning before I recorded this. So when you guys see it on Monday, see this episode on Monday, it will have been two Fridays before for you. The Yeah, anyway, trying to explain it, I get confused in my head. I, I would actually have to write it down and be looking at it to be able to tell you. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is where it is. So she had her surgery and it went well. And it was, the one of the funniest things to me was afterwards, when she's in, when she gets into her room to recover, she's just laying there, just looking up and she wouldn't move her head. She just moved her eyes and looked at the nurses and the doctors and us. It wasn't saying a word. And the nurses were like, oh, is she usually kind of quiet? And we were like, no, no, she is not. So they were like, yeah, she'll, she'll bounce back. It, it might be, you know, tomorrow before she fully bounces back, but she'll bounce back. And we were like, yeah, probably you ain't wrong. But when I tell you this girl was like dancing on her bed by noon, she had her surgery at like 745 was finished by 10. She was dancing on her hospital bed by noon. Like this girl was ripping and rearing. And we were like, girly, you got to like lay down like you have you have to recover like you have to slow down a little bit or you're going to hurt yourself. And she was like, I'm fine. You know, five years old, you know, nothing can hurt her now. But, and it, and it was like sad because so they couldn't get a vein in her arms. So what they did is they put the, they put the IV in her foot and the nurse were like, we don't do this. And I was like, well, I didn't know that. I don't, I wouldn't know where you put an IV. I, the last time I had surgery, I was like five, three, two, two. Two or three, four. I don't remember the last time I had surgery. That's my whole point. Let's just be real. I don't remember the last time I had surgery, but so I don't know where you put an IV. I've gone to the hospital a couple of times and had to have an IV put in. Like I'm terrible about getting my fluids. So uh, I've gone to the hospital a couple of times because of dehydration. And it makes me sad that I have to say a couple of times because you think you learned after the first time, but no, I like to learn things the hardest way possible because I'm hard headed. That is a medical term. Don't look it up. Anyway, moving on. So, uh, she got home the next day. She was fine. She was great. She felt fantastic. She was partying. She was like, let's go riding her scooter around. Like she did not have a care in the world. And I was like, no, seriously, this week you're supposed to be recovering. So chill. And she was like, chill. I am chilling. Not like I'm trying to jump off the roof here, dad. No joke. That was almost her attitude. She didn't say that because she's not her brothers, but she was like, I'm good. I love it. I love that little girl so much. She's fantastic. I love all my kids. They're all fantastic, and I really enjoy being their dad. Now, that being said, that has been one of the big thoughts in my head throughout this week, and and that's specifically about dads. I didn't have a, like a real dad growing up. 
like you know my my actual father because as i have stated he passed away when i was 10 and he was barely in our lives before he passed away so i didn't really have a dad so i didn't have like and i didn't have a lot of male figures when i was like 12 13 uh my stepdad that i have now that i actually live with at the moment he actually came into our lives and he did so much in our lives like he did stuff that he didn't have to but he was still kind of standoffish like we weren't his kids uh he didn't know he didn't want to cross any boundaries uh and we we didn't really we weren't really in a healthy place that we would really even talk about boundaries because we didn't really know what they were it was like the 90s we didn't talk about boundaries like what are they like a boundary is a fence like we and i was jumping fences all the time uh if they were low i wasn't a climber never been a climber but so my stepdad came into my life when i was about 12 and he he's been there you know pretty much ever since but he was really standoffish and i think he did what he he could and i really appreciate him like i really appreciate that he was part of my life uh that he is part of my life even now and so but it got me to thinking a lot especially this week and you know dealing with my daughter and having having those things go on that was just a progression of thoughts that has led me to i really think that i want to start doing more content that is that is based on dads on not necessarily that just speaks to dads but i want to speak to dads because i am one i'm the father of five you know five biological children and you know i've got one older stepdaughter and that will always be my even though her mother and i are no longer together like i love her and she will always be my daughter my ex-wife who is the mother of my oldest stepdaughter had had another child afterwards that I adore her like that little girl after her and I her mother and I split up she married someone else and had a, a child with him and I love him and I love this I love this little baby like she is fantastic she calls me dad which I think is a little weird but she also hears her siblings call me dad so it's not super weird and I love her and so that doesn't it, those are somewhat qualifiers. However, I'm still figuring it out. When people talked about like, well, you're not given a handbook with these kids on how to raise them because there's not, not a real good solution. It, every solution is based on you and your experiences and what works best for your child. Because that, and at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. When you're raising kids, it's not about you. It's not about your legacy. It's about them. If my kids don't carry on any legacy of mine other than love, I feel like I've done well. There are other things that I, I love when they're into it. Like I love that my 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 several of my kids are into video games. Like I love video games. I love playing video games with them. And I love that. But if they ever fall out of love, I'm good with that. I want them to do I like I want them to do what works best for them where they can carry on that legacy of love. So I've really want I've really been thinking about it this week and how I kind of want to start changing things up to where I'm speaking to fathers and I'm speaking to, you know, mothers who are raising their children. I want to I've started thinking more about like maybe having my mom on. 
because I love my mom and she was a single mother that was raising two kids all on her own and just kind of get her take on some of these things, on some of these topics to maybe help some of the single mothers out there. And maybe have my ex-wife on at some point so that we can talk about co-parenting. Because that's one of the, and, and maybe at some point have other people on as well. And those are just some of the thoughts that I've had. And I think that that would be fantastic for me and my growth. That progression of things, I would love to see it. Where we are speaking to that. I'll tell you guys like just a little secret about me. I'm not super confident. I'm just kind of walking forward and hoping that everything works out for the best and that I can gain that confidence because I used to have a, like, I would walk into a room and just know that things were going to happen for me. And they did. And that was the worst possible thing for me. Like it got to a point, but then at the same, but then when it stopped working, when things, when I'd walk into a room and I was like, yep, I know that things are going to work out. And then they didn't that started hitting me and then i lost so over years and years i started losing that confidence and now i'm getting to a point where it's starting to build back up and things are starting to come back up and i'm excited about that and i'm happy that i am now finding that new normal that new balance where you know things go up and they're down that's okay so i'm finding that new balance and figuring out what that confidence is supposed to look like now for me. Cause I know that I'm not just going to walk into a room and everything's going to work out exactly as planned because you still are dealing with other people. And if people are a science and a math that I cannot figure out, I love talking to people, but I will tell you right now, I hate trying to meet people and start conversations with them. I dread it. Y'all I love public speaking. I love getting in front of a group of people and, and having a topic that I've researched, that I know about, and speaking on that topic. Then afterwards, talking with people about the topic that I just talked about. As long as I don't have to start the conversation and introduce myself first. Because I'm terrible at it. Terrible. I can hold a conversation. I can do that, but I'm not good at starting a conversation. I'm not, not that guy. Even introducing myself has always been a struggle for me, especially if I see that they're like a little bit busy. I'm like, no, I'm not going to bother them. I'm not going to go over. No, like it's cool. Like if we're meant to meet, we will. And then I'm like, and then later on, I'm like, what if that was, the main like we were meant to meet and i just like was like no no they they would come and introduce themselves no that doesn't work that way my guy but yeah so we'll we'll see how everything goes there i don't even remember what i was saying i got so, <laughs> i got so into that oh man this is already so much fun for me because i'm just having fun and that's what it's about like that's what i want that, that's what i started hanging with jay to do like i wanted to do it to have fun and it, because I love editing and I love shooting these videos, like it is so much fun for me and it helps my own mental health a lot. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking a little bit about self care. Yeah, I'm going to let you guys know now that's what we're going to be talking about next week. That's where I'm going to leave it right now. But this is my way of doing self care and we'll get more into that next week for sure. But this is my way of have having self-care and taking that time 
where I'm like every part about it. I really like doing, I love studying for it. And like, even though I say that I not having anything ready for this week, nothing. I know you guys cannot hear her because the way that I have my mic set up, I have like background noise cut out all that stuff. She is snoring so loud. I took a video of it and I posted it to TikTok the other day because it was so loud. And somebody commented and they called her a house piggy. And I'll tell I lost my mind laugh like that crying laughing emoji me just squirting out i was so tickled like i don't have another way to put it right now i was tickled because i've never heard a better description of a bulldog a house piggy 100 they're dense they are loud like she squeals anytime i go to pick her up and it's it, like Oh gosh, I love her so <laughs> she cracks me up, y'all. My dog is ridiculous. So, uh, and then speaking of TikTok, <clears throat> I know this isn't again, this is what hanging out with me is like where I go subject to subject, I bounce around, we bounce back. I remember what I was talking about, bunny trails like crazy. And I'll tell you what, it was so funny because when I started on TikTok and I was like, oh, I'll make a couple of videos. I legitimately, when I first started, I was like, I could totally go viral on there. No, <laughs> no, what? But now, it, but it is funny because now after years, uh, it, that kind of got me ready to start doing my podcast, to start doing Hanging with Jay and gave me real expectations about how it would about how it would go with hang with Jay. I didn't expect. So when I started with hanging with Jay, even though I have big plans and I do expect growth at some point, you know, I expect that growth to happen. I'm okay with the slow growth because realistically, this is not to become famous, you know, become, you know, a full-time content creator. If that's in the cards. Awesome. If I could do this full-time, I would love to. Just admitting that feels nice. Like just admitting like, yeah, that that is something. It's a dream. And it's something that could happen because it happens to a lot of people all the time. But my realistic goal or my real, like in reality, I might not ever be able to do this full time. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, let's let's just see where it goes. And I mean, as I started in, as I've said in the first episode, and I think every episode after that, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. We're in episode eight now. So yeah, that's awesome. You know, for not having anything and just going flying by the seat of my pants, I think I've done pretty well. And speaking of seat of the pants, I ripped a new pair of pants yesterday and I was very upset about it because I had just gotten them. They weren't super expensive pants. Uh, as a big guy, I spend a lot of money on pants. Um, it, when I say a lot, it is relative to me because I, you know, I'm broke, you know, I'm poor, I'm, po I'm po folk. Uh, but, uh, so I found it, I found a place where I can get pants for in like 25, $30. And that's, that's cheap for me. That's, I, I'm not going to try to figure out the percentage. It's more than half or less than half of what I pay for most of my jeans or my pants or even shorts now. 
So like, that's amazing. So I got them and I've gotten this, I've gotten this brand before and it worked well for me, but I, I got it in the same size that I was with the first pair. And when I got the first pair, I was smaller than I am now because I got the first pair before I got hurt at my job. And when I got hurt, I really, I didn't, I really just stopped moving. Like I, I hurt my knee and I did not realize how much your knee, when it is really hurt, how much it affects everything. I didn't realize. So I stopped moving. I stopped getting up and moving around. And so I gained a ridiculous amount of weight. Not good. Not good. And so I I got these pants and I have been working on my health, you know, just watching the things that I, you know, just making sure that the things that I eat are a lot better for me. I've started doing some intermittent fasting, not some, I do intermittent fasting as well. And that has, that works well, even just for my schedule. Um, but I will tell you that when I say intermittent fasting, I am not like a true intermittent faster. Uh, I, if I'm hungry, if one day, like, I'm like, I really am hungry. I'll just eat. I'll eat a, I'll eat a little breakfast, like a couple of pieces of toast or something this morning. I woke up and I was like, Ooh, my stomach hurts. So I ate a piece of toast and my stomach doesn't hurt anymore, but I just ate one piece of toast. So like I said, it's not very big. It's not a lot of food. It's just, okay. I'm, I'm really hungry right now. My stomach hurts, whatever it is, I'm going to eat something. And I do. And that works for me that, you know, I don't know. Is that the best? I don't know. I haven't done the research on it, but for the most part, intermittent fasting really works for me. So anyway, I got these, I got this pair of pants yesterday. I was super excited. And so I get, I get home and I put them on and I was like, Oh, these are a little tight. Oh man. They felt like leggings that didn't stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like for the ladies out there, imagine putting a pair of leggings on that were not stretchy at all. That's how these things felt because they were tight. They left nothing to the imagination. If you know what I'm saying. And so I put these things on and I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to wear them to work. I go to work in them. And about halfway through, I'm like, what? Hold on. I go to one of my coworkers and I was like, are my pants ripped? Cause I, I couldn't feel a rip at that moment, but it felt like they might've ripped. And my coworker was like, no, they're fine. I was like, okay, cool. They were, and she was like, no, and they look, those pants look really good on you. And I was like, what? They're so tight though. And she was like, yeah, it, they look nice. And I was like, well, first off, stop flirting with me. Second off, don't lie to me. <laughs> but so um, then uh, like an hour later, one of my other coworkers come in and, and she's like, Jeremy, your pants are really ripped. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I look at my other coworker that told me they were fine. And she looks and she was like, oh, yeah, no, they're ripped. I didn't see that earlier. So I'm guessing they did rip, but it was a small one and they ripped even more just throughout, you know, that hour, especially with me standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down and then being that tight. It's going to happen. Right. So uh, I was like, oh, no, I don't 
I had just taken my extra clothes out of my car because I used those when I went to the hospital with my daughter. So I was, I had them washed and, oh gosh, I just didn't. And I haven't put them back in y'all. Oh, so if, if for anybody who has ever ripped your pants, like at, in a place where you don't have an extra pair of pants and you still have hours left to be at that place, you, you pretty much will understand the rip got so much worse. The rip. It, so at first it was just along like the pocket in the back. So it ripped just a little bit. Uh, and then by the end of the day, it was from the belt down to my knee in the back. And I was like, Oh no, it was so bad. Like I went out cause I was going to deal. I was going to help somebody. And one of my other coworkers was like, you cannot go out there like that. You need to come back in here and sit your butt down. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I went back and I sat down, they went out and dealt with it, but I was so sad. Y'all like it was, Oh, it was heartbreaking to me because I really like, even though they were tight, like they were, it was like, it was like a compression pants almost. And it felt nice. And it, they were like compression pants that I could wear to work. Um, so it was it like, it kind of, it just kind of broke my heart. So how to get like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to fix them. Uh, maybe sew them, maybe add some material. I don't know. Maybe not like they were cheap enough that I'm not, I'm not super worried about it, but like, you know, that's still money that I had to put out. And because I ripped them, I can't return them. I retract uh, from the place that I ordered them from. They can't be returned if they're ripped because I got the wrong size or whatever. And it's it, it it's the biggest size they go up to. If anybody watches this and you are a tailor and you want to make clothes, let's get together. Like, I'm, I'm just saying I would, there are some, I would love to, to do some custom fitted joggers or something. Cause I love me some joggers. I'm definitely like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a millennial thing. I don't know if it's a, uh, an older millennial thing. I don't know. Cause I, I guess I'm considered an older millennial cause born in 86. So I don't know. I think I, I, it's, it's very weird. I don't fully understand the generation things. Like I get that there, you know, each set of people go through something different. But when I, when I hear about millennials, I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally go that way. And then when I hear about Gen X, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally understand that. So it, I'm, I'm, I feel like, and I've seen on TikTok and a few other play on like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, a couple other places, um, that like older millennials are not true millennials, like 86, yeah, I don't remember the exact years, but because, you know, we had several things happen to us that neither one of the other generations dealt with exclusively or they did deal with their things exclusively. And then we like my in my age range, we also dealt with those. But then we also dealt with what millennials went through. Like, it's weird. I don't know. I again, like I said, I don't fully understand it at all. But in a lot of ways, I'm still a millennial, a little, a millennial uh, and I fought against it for years. I was like, I am not a millennial. I'm not a whiny little turd. And then I was like, yeah, I am. I am. Let's, 
I'm just going to go away now. I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. What are y'all talking about? Oh, man. Actually, I am. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. Y'all, thank you guys so much. This one's been fun. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, this this episode is one that I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to, to watch it back and edit it. So thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for being here today. I hope you guys have a great and fantastic rest of your week. If you are watching this episode in succession, you know you don't have to watch, binge watch these episodes. You can just watch them as they come out. Mondays at 8 a.m. Just saying. Anytime on Monday. Just a thought. Anyway, don't forget, life is a journey, and I'm so excited that I get to do this one with you. Let's keep taking the steps to get there. And don't you dare forget, you are worth it. Thanks so much for hanging out. We'll see you in episode nine. I love y'all.